welcomed the podcast and gathering place for visionaries, artists, creatives, pattern breakers, and culture makers, for the wild feminine soul begging to be seen, felt, expressed, for the ones who are hungry for more. This is Poetica. Welcome back to House of Poetica. My name is Montoya Miller. I'm a hypnotherapist. I'm a writer. Before I get into today's video, I have two announcements. So the first one is that I am holding monthly circles now through Wild Moon Circle. So if you are looking to join a community every month to come together and to join in sacred ceremony, to join in ritual, to remember the old ways to get back in touch with yourself and to connect with others and with the earth and with the natural rhythms of the world around us and you're just seeking something more something deeper i encourage you to join us these circles are going to be like i said every month they're going to be held over zoom so no matter where you are in the world you can join and they're also going to be pay what you can um, so I want to make this very accessible for everybody. So come, come, be held, be seen, be witnessed, be supported. This is going to be a space where we are invited um, to just show up as we are with whatever is currently going on, whether it's messy and wobbly or really shiny and bright or whatever in between. So come as you are, come with wherever you're at um and there are going to be different themes for each circle depending on the collective energies that are currently taking place so we're very much weaving these circles with what is happening in the natural world around us in order to align with the natural rhythms of the earth instead of resist it or fight against it because again that is a returning of the old ways and that is one of the biggest focuses with these circles and one of my biggest intentions with these. So if any of that calls to you, I will have the links in the description. Um, our first one is going to be on Sunday, October 29th at 6 p.m. Pacific time. If you can't join us live, I will also be sending out the replays after everyone. So just make sure you sign up and get on the list if you want to receive those. The second thing is that I have a retreat company with two of my best friends called The Retrieval, and we have our upcoming retreat in Costa Rica in May of 2024. So it's a little ways out, but um, we are encouraging you to secure your spot. Uh, the wait list is gone, so you can officially register, sign up, save your spot. So I will have all of the information for that below as well or in the description if you're listening to this on uh, the podcast so yeah if you want to come hang out with us in costa rica and have an incredible transformative experience we are working with the cosmo wisdom of that time um, and the main themes are all about abundance and manifestation and ease and flow and magic so that's going to be a special one so all that information will be in the description, and now we can get into today's video. Today I want to talk about shadow work and spiritual alchemy, and I've talked about this 
a lot before. I have some videos on shadow work, but I want to touch on this again and maybe go a layer deeper, especially because we are in the season of shadow work. Fall, moving into winter, and then especially winter is this season of stripping away and clearing out and creating space to simply be with yourself, to simply sit in solitude in order to access these deeper layers of the psyche, in order to reconnect with the wild self and get beyond our more like programmed, um, conditioned, societally acceptable self. And that part of the self isn't necessarily bad. We need that part in order to show up and be in society and, you know, maybe hold a job or um, take care of our family or do the things that we need to do and operate within this society. But at the same time, because there's always this duality, which is also a really big theme right now, we can't let that part take over. We can't let that be the only side of ourselves that we're operating from or that we are connected to. So this season of shadow work, of deeply connecting with the self is about returning to that wild part of us, that inherent side that remembers the old ways, that remembers the sacredness of being human and being here in this experience and the sacredness of the earth and what it means to be connected to the earth and to live an intentional life. This is the true self. This is the part of us that we came into this life with, that we were very connected to as young children. And as we get older, it gets programmed and conditioned out of us. And when I say out of us, I don't mean that it goes away. It's still very much deeply within us, but it gets suppressed gets pushed down deeper and deeper and deeper. And this conditioned self, the person that, you know, we're told we need to be, or we think we need to be, we're maybe shown we need to be through how other people receive us and respond to us and groom us, especially, you know, parents, school, teachers, right? But it is this deeper, truer part of ourselves. And this time of year, especially, we're being asked to reconnect to that part of the self. But that requires going deeply within, and it requires this process of excavation, of going within the subconscious, within your own shadows. And being willing to look at not just the light, but also the dark. And ultimately, that is what shadow work is. Shadow work is just this term that was coined by Carl Jung. Um, but 
I think for me, shadow work is synonymous with spiritual alchemy. And alchemy is the path that I am dedicated to in my own life, in my own spiritual practice. And alchemy is simply going into the depths, going into the darkness, going into the discomfort, being willing to go there, being willing to sit in the unknown, being willing to sit with the parts of yourself that you don't like, that you're not proud of, that you don't want anyone else to see, that you feel a lot of shame or guilt around. And through that process of acceptance, awareness, integration, there is a transmutation of energy and an alchemization of energy. And on the other side of that is a deeper relationship with self, with others, with the world around you. And ultimately for me, that is what the goal of shadow work or spiritual alchemy, whatever you want to call it, is. I think there is this narrative sometimes, especially in the spiritual community, that it's all love and light. And I do see us moving more and more away from that. But when it comes to being human, being in this human experience, we have to have both sides. There is a duality and it isn't helping us to ignore one side of the equation. The darkness, the shadow is actually just as important as the light. The problem is that it can be very uncomfortable to go in and to sit in that space and to access the subconscious mind and be shown things about yourself that are scary, that are hard to face. But what I've experienced in my personal life is when I go into those spaces, I'm able to reach a deeper layer of love on the other side of that. And shadow work is about embracing and integrating your totality as a human being, as a soul, rather than trying to shun or shame away or repress certain parts of yourself. It's also about embracing your reality. I think a lot of the time there is a lot of bypassing that happens when it comes to healing work, spiritual work. There is also this narrative of, again, just always being in love and in light and always being positive. But there's so much power and so much importance and so much medicine in allowing yourself to go into the depths. And sometimes your reality is not comfortable. Sometimes your reality looks pretty shitty. And it's so refreshing and such a breath of fresh air to accept that and to sometimes let yourself have those really dark moments without feeling like you have to just like immediately get yourself out of it. And there's power in accepting your reality for what it is rather than trying to make it something else. Because it's only when we don't accept our reality 
for how it is as it's happening right now that we then create resistance. And that resistance is what blocks us, is what keeps us stuck, is what gets in the way of new opportunities flowing in. It takes us out of that flow of life. And it's like, you're putting this barricade up, you're putting this wall up. So there is real importance to accepting your reality exactly as it's happening, to accepting the duality of life, that there will always be this light and this shadow playing off of each other. And while it's important to go into the shadow, it's also important not to get stuck there. So when it comes to shadow work, I think it's this um, very common term now that is kind of thrown around, and I'm very happy that people are talking about it. And I also think it can sometimes be really heavy to navigate on your own. And so this is where having community, this is where having mentors and teachers and guides is really, really beneficial. But with that being said, there's always a level of discernment that needs to happen. There's always a level of first checking in with yourself before you agree to work with someone, before you enter into a new community space, before you take what someone is saying at face value and incorporating it into your own life. It's always important to use discernment and say, okay, hold on. Does this actually resonate for me? Is this actually true for me? Do I feel this in my body? Or is it maybe for that person, it works for them, but for me, it's just not meant for me right now at this time. I heard on a podcast and I can't remember which one it was, but they were talking about this concept of alchemy and it stuck with me how they described it because I think it describes it so simply and so perfectly. And he was saying how alchemy is ascent through descent. And that's exactly what this is. This is exactly what shadow work is all about. And especially this time of year is all about. It is understanding that by being willing to dive deep, to dive into the shadows, to be in this the discomfort, to look at the things we've been ignoring for a really long time, whether that's things within ourselves, whether it's energetic contracts, things that we've been agreeing to, stories we've been telling ourselves, beliefs that we have, ways we've been showing up, habits, patterns, karmic ties, all this stuff. The more we can acknowledge that and begin to integrate that and lean into it instead of, you know, run away from it or try to push it away, act like it's not there, the more we're actually able to rise. And it seems counterintuitive. It seems contradictory. But again, that is this duality. We live in a very dualistic world. I don't think that's going to change anytime soon. And we don't necessarily want that to change. That is what keeps everything in balance. It's like we can even look at the seasons. Summer and winter are so different from each other, depending on where you are in the world, right? But like, let's say somewhere in North America, like I grew up on the East Coast. Summer is very different from winter, but we need both. And so we're meant to go through these different seasons and these different cycles and different phases 
just like the moon has her different phases, a new moon is very different from the full moon, not just with what we can actually see happening with the moon, but with the energetics around it. The energy of the new moon is very different from the energy of a full moon. And maybe you even feel that throughout the month. Like I know for full moons, I'm usually like drained. I'm just done. I don't have any energy. I can feel all the energy around me, but I personally don't have a lot. And then when it comes to new moons, I'm like ready to go. I'm motivated. I'm excited. I'm ready to call in the new. We need these different energies. We need this duality to bring things back into balance. So when you're on a spiritual path, when you have some kind of personal development practice, it's not enough to just focus on one side of the coin, to just focus on the light, to just focus on the positive, to just focus on the things that we like about ourselves. We have to acknowledge the other side. And again, this is not to get stuck in it. This is not to do it from a space of making ourselves feel bad or picking at all the little things we don't like about ourselves. Everything we do needs to come from a space of deep love and devotion. Devotion to ourselves. Devotion to humanity, to the earth. To doing this work, not because it's trendy, not because it looks cool on Instagram to post, you know, your altar or whatever, but to do this as an act of love and devotion for our world because it's a ripple effect. And so maybe this is a time to really get honest with yourself and ask, you know, what am I devoted to? Why is doing this work even important to me? Is it even actually important to me? Who am I doing it for? And there's no wrong answer. But I think sometimes we're, we get going on this path and it's exciting and fun at first and it can feel very magical, but sometimes we lose sight of why we're doing all this work on ourselves. And we kind of have this, this goal in mind of like, okay, well, when I get to this point, then I'll be my higher self. Then I'll be like this perfect version of me. Your higher self is right now. There is no perfect version of anybody. We're never going to reach a point on this spiritual path, this healing journey, whatever you want to call it, where we're like, okay, I'm done. That's it. Like, I'm good. <laughs> when you reach that point, you're not going to be on this earth anymore. And even then, you might be in a different realm somewhere doing other kinds of work on yourself. Who knows? So that can't be the intention. That can't be the end goal as to why we're doing this shadow work, as to why we are committed to spiritual alchemy and healing and spiritual growth. There has to be something deeper. I think especially at the time of me recording this, there is a lot of chaos and turmoil and friction and disruption happening on a global scale. And of course, like 
it's been that way for a long time. I think when you look back in history, there's always something going on that is dis- disruptive on a global scale, whether it's a pandemic or a war or whatever, a natural disaster. I don't know that there will never not be something like that on this earth plane, because again, it is a dualistic realm. But I think when we get so wrapped up into that chaos and discord, it's very easy to feel like we as individuals do not have the power to create change in the world. And when speaking on shadow work and alchemy and doing this deeper work within yourself and having a greater intention for it, not just something that is self-serving, but devoting this work you're doing to something greater, I feel it's important to remind all of us, myself included, that there are powers that be in this world that want us to feel powerless. There are people and structures in place that their job is to make sure we feel like we can't make a difference. We feel like we can't have an impact because we're just one person. And I just want to remind all of us that when we do this work on ourselves, when we heal these shadows, when we bring them back into ourselves and welcome all these parts of ourselves home and integrate that, and can live and express from from a more fully embodied totality of who we are on a soul level, that creates a ripple effect that we can't even consciously perceive of. We can't even actually know the impact that that has. But we have to trust that it's impacting more people than we realize. Because you're not just impacting the people immediately in your life. That's going to ripple out to people in their lives. And so on and so forth. And I think especially like for me, you know, being on social media, creating content like this. Sometimes I feel like it's an echo chamber. It just goes out and doesn't really do much of anything. There's so much noise on the internet. And then I'll all of a sudden get a comment from someone or someone will message me letting me know that something like deeply resonated or shifted something for them. And then I have to think about like, that's just one person who chose to reach out and let me know. But there are probably others who have experienced something like that, who have connected with my work. And that maybe they just, you know, they never left a comment. They never sent a message. I've been that person too, where like, I'll see something on Instagram and it'll really hit and then I'll like move on and I won't let the person know. And that's okay, but it just goes to show that there is a ripple effect happening. You are influencing and impacting more people than you're aware of. So I think one of the most important things we can do as human beings who have this privilege, like if you're watching this, if you have access to this information, 
if you're even able to think about healing work and shadow work and your spiritual path, because you're not distracted by living in a war-torn country or being suppressed and having no rights as a, a female or whatever the case may be, if you're even able to focus on this personal growth, that is a huge privilege. And if you have that privilege, take advantage of it. Take advantage of it by getting serious about your personal practice, by getting serious about doing this deep inner work on yourself. Because it's going to have an impact. Because think about if if even just 25% of humans on the planet were actually doing this work, how different things would look. So it's not small and it's not something to necessarily be taken lightly, especially now with the direction that things are moving in the world and with these powers that be that want to keep us under this illusion that we don't have the power to create change so we should just sit back and do nothing and continue complaining about the state of the world that's not going to do anything how you are choosing to live in your life and show up and who you're choosing to be and the work you're choosing to do on yourself and the unconscious programs that have been running and controlling your life and controlling you, choosing to make those conscious so they no longer control you and run the show, that is what is going to make the biggest difference. And that's what these people in power don't want us to know. They don't want us to remember that we actually have way more power than we realize. So I feel like when talking about shadow work and all this stuff, that's a very important and relevant component to touch on because I'm not just sitting here talking about shadow work because it sounds cool or it's a trending topic. This is real work that we each need to be doing right now if we have the privilege to be doing it. And it goes beyond doing it for yourself. It goes beyond doing it to manifest and call in the things that you want and blah, blah, blah. That's great. That's amazing. That's beautiful. But it, it has to be bigger than that. We have to shift into this narrative and this perspective and this remembrance that we are not separate that we are connected to everything. And so everything that we do is going to impact the all. And the way that we live, the way we show up, the way we do this work has to shift. It can't be self-serving anymore. It can't be just about us and what we need and wanting to further along our growth and our goals. That can be a part of it but we have to shift back into this community mindset and work together and realize that, yes, we are very powerful on our own, like everything that I've just talked about. And we are so much more powerful when we come together. So again, that is why I think doing these monthly circles with you is going to be 
really powerful because I can sit here and do this work on my myself by myself. You can do the same thing. But when we come together, it's amplified, it's elevated. And that's also another driving factor for wanting to hold these circles every month. So I'm going to leave it there. Those are my perhaps ramblings on the topic of shadow work and the relevancy of it right now and how our our mindset needs to shift around spiritual work, around healing work, and around everything. We just, we need to move from this individualistic way of being and way of living, and we have to get back to community and being there for each other and creating these spaces to come together and heal and support and create and share. We need that. We need that now more than ever. And I know so many of us are just craving it. Yeah. And I do think that there is a shift taking place. Um, I think the world is going to look really different five, 10 years from now, but it's like, who's going to, who's going to lead that? Someone has to go first and why shouldn't it be us? So those are my musings on shadow work, alchemy, community. I really, I didn't know what I was going to talk about too much when I sat down other than just knowing I wanted to touch on shadow work and current energies that we're kind of in right now when it comes to that. Um, but I wasn't planning to go in the the community direction, but I'm glad that that came through because I think it needed to. So I hope that that made sense. I hope that some of this resonates. If it doesn't, leave it. It's okay. Um, if it did resonate and you want to like the video or leave a review if you're listening to the podcast, I'd be very grateful. You can subscribe for future videos um, or future podcast episodes. And feel free to share this with someone in, in your life who you think would get value out of it. Again, if you want to join Wild Moon Circle, which is my monthly virtual circle, I will have everything in the description. Um, if you want to work with me one-on-one, -on -one, all the information will be in the description. So check that out. Thank you for being here. I really, truly do appreciate your time and I'll talk to you in the next one. Bye. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode. Just as a reminder, if you did enjoy, please go ahead and leave a rating and review. And one of the best ways to support this podcast is to share it with a friend. So to send this episode over to another creative or artist in your life who you think will benefit from this. If you want to check out my work and connect with me further, you can go ahead and check out my Instagram, which is House of Poetica. All the links will be found in the show notes. I hope to see you over there. Let's just chat, be friends, hang out, keep it casual. Thanks for all your support and I'll talk to you in the next episode.